Hello and welcome to Game Notes. It's a podcast about the Utah Jazz. I'm Dave DeFore. We do this every week. Me and Tony Jones. What's up, Tony? What up, bro? How's everything? Not much. Uh, you know, it's good. It's 100 degrees here every day in North Texas. I've been jogging and riding my bike in it. Um, not great. In the rain? No, 100 degrees. Sun. It's hot. You've been you've been you've been jogging in 100 degrees? Yeah, man. Tough. It's hard. Like there's no gyms that have like air conditioning and or oh, fans. So uh, number one, I'm a new runner, but number two, man, um, I couldn't imagine running on the treadmill. I don't have. I run on a treadmill every day until I sprain my ankle. Oh yeah, no, no. I'm saying, I, but whatever that thing is that allows you to do it, I don't have it. Um, <laughs> I, I, I just can't do it. Good I, yeah, playlist. See, I don't like. I don't really like TV. See, I got a good playlist, and I could go outside and run, and I sing. But in 100 degree weather and the dead of Texas and the dead of Texas heat and the humidity and the humidity of Texas heat. And on top of that, your governor is making it legal to, to, to carry weapons around. I'm going inside all day. OK, yeah. Well, that is a good point. Although, you know, I live really close to a university, so I just run around college. I'm not too worried about these kids. Well, maybe. You know. Anyway, all right. Uh, so the Utah Jazz are in a playoff series, and uh, <laughs> it's not going great right now, Tony. Like I don't, I don't know that there's any other way to put it. Um, they should have been able to win Game Five, but the Clippers kind of, kind of figured them out. And without Conley, they just haven't been able to get into anything that isn't settling and shooting threes. Does that, that feel about right? Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, the Jazz went three for 24 from 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 three in the second half of game five. But the bigger and and that was like third or fourth on the list of their biggest problems. Right. Like, you know, the first three biggest problems all stem from, you know, what they did or didn't do defensively. Um, You know, they they didn't. Uh, they they didn't defend Paul George well at all, um, but the the bigger problem than you know allowing Paul George to go thirty seven and Super Saiyan or whatever he did was you also turned Reggie Jackson into an All Star and then you also turned Marcus Morris into an All Star and if you know here's the thing here here's the sad truth if Paul George goes for forty. And you hold Reggie Jackson and, and Marcus Morris to um, the point or the production output that they should that that you know is commiserate to their player level. The Jazz win Game Five. Instead, you let Paul George go Super Saiyan, and then you let Reggie Jackson beat you, and then you let Marcus Morris Senior beat you, and you can't you know you you just can't. That this has been a serious issue for the Jazz. They've been letting the role players go off all series long. They haven't had one good game on any of the role players uh, defensively, and that's why they're on the verge of going home right now. Well, uh, I guess let's get a an injury update. I mean, the, the game is coming up. Uh, Conley's going to try to play. Is that is that accurate? Is that what's happening? Yeah. Conley's going to try to play, um, and and Mitchell's going to try to play. He's going to be a game-time decision, but, you know, um, if he can move at all, I expect him to to be in the lineup. So, mm-hmm. you know, I 
don't expect either one of those two to be close to 100%, especially Mitchell. Um, maybe you get a 70% Conley, uh, which, you know, is to say 70% Conley can, can move a little bit on both sides of the floor, um, can run the offense pretty adequately. I, I think the two biggest things that are positives for the Jazz with Conley and Mitchell playing tonight if they do in fact play tonight is that um, one, you get to put everybody back in their regular roles and, you know, two, it should, it, it, you know, Conley's ability, even at 70%, uh, he's, he's a master at running an offense and uh, that'll be, you know, the jazz, they've, they've really missed that. Even in the two games that they've, they've won in this series they haven't been able to really run get into an offense and Conley will get you into an offense so that that really helps it's got to be frustrating to have been so good and so healthy and then to watch it just kind of fall apart all at once you know yeah and you know no matter how this series goes I mean if the Jazz lose this series it comes with massive context um you know I happen to think that if Conley were we're playing this series would would be different than what it is now because I, I just don't think the Clippers would have been able to get away with the defense they've been playing on the Jazz all series if if Conley were were available. You can't get away with loading up on Donovan Mitchell if Conley is there. And Conley was the key along with Mitchell to being able to to beat a switching defense and. You know, the Clippers have been able to to kind of get up into the Jazz's shorts and, and extend the defense and, and be really physical without any fear of secondary repercussion because Conley hasn't been there. And I just think that not having Conley in this series has just been, you know, such a massive blow to the Jazz, especially with, with the Clippers being small all series. So it is what it is, but the Jazz have to go out and, you know, and try to win a game six on the road. And that's, that's their task. It's, it's unbelievably difficult. I know that I know that for a fact that people in the organization are un unbelievably frustrated by the way things have kind of transpired, but it is what it is. And now we're going to see on Friday night what the Jazz are made of. Well, it is Friday night. We're actually recording this yes. <laughs> only seven hours before the game because of the turnaround, man. And, yes. and your travel schedule has been, you know, bad. Let me ask, what's it like being back on the road? It's, it's fun. Um, and you know, more than fun, it's it's therapeutic. That's the mm -hmm. word I'd use. It's, it's therapeutic because it's like now I feel like, you know, now we feel like we're 85% back. You know, you feel like you're 100% back when you can go back into the locker rooms, when you can go and go on the floor level and you can talk to people and all that stuff. So we're about 80% back. Um but being able to travel is, is, is again, is so therapeutic and, 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 you know, you know, healthy for, for, for me mentally in terms of, cause I've hated the, the setup this year, you know, yeah, just the zooms and, and all that stuff. And it's, you know, it's, it's made, it's made the job a lot harder. So, you know, it's just, just glad to see that things are kind of getting back to normal now. How come the, the Jazz weren't able to capitalize on Kawhi Leonard's absence? It just feels like it's an easier task if there's only one of Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Right. It, it should have been. And um, I, I think the Jazz 
you know, reacted, they reacted poorly defensively. Um, you know, obviously they came out with a lack of urgency defensively, but, you know, even without Kawhi for the Clippers defensively, you know, Terrence Mann is six foot seven, a very, very good defender, long, athletic, strong, quick. So, you know, um, defensively, the Clippers were still 95% of what they were without Kawhi. I mean, without Kawhi. Um, offensively is where the Jazz should have been able to to kind of help off a man and and do some things. Um, you know, I, I can't tell you, you know, if I were a Jazz fan, I'd be so disappointed in the fact that you know, there's no Kawhi Leonard and, and the Jazz let Paul George have a legacy game, right? Like, you know, you know that Paul George is the guy and you can't let him go for 37. And what did he go for? What was it, 37, 15 and like six or seven assists? I'm, I'm pulling it up. Um, like it was he, basically, had a, he had a crazy it was, game. It was basically like, a, it was basically almost a peak LeBron James. 37, 16, and 5, 10 of 11 from the yeah. line, man. Like, yeah, th- and that's the thing for him. If, if he's getting to the line, you got to stop sending him to the line because that, like, he draws confidence from those free throw trips. And if he's attacking the basket, he's going to go to the line. And that is going to put your entire team in foul trouble. I mean, he, like, he puts pressure on the defense in a way that not a lot of guys can do. It's just that he won't do it every time. But if you go back and you, you look, all right, Boyan had four fouls. Royce O'Neal had six, you know, fouled out. Rudy had four. I mean, that's Paul George, man. He went to work. Uh, my my thing is, you know, Paul George is, is a hell of a player. Uh, Paul George is not LeBron James. And, and he's not Kevin Durant. And he's not Kawhi Leonard. And the jazz allowed him to have that type of game, right? Like that's, that's what it came down to game five. The jazz allowed Paul George to be LeBron or Kevin Durant or Kawhi Leonard. They allowed Paul George in game five on Wednesday night to be one of the three best players in the league. Do you feel like they can stop him from doing that for two games in a row? I feel like I feel like Paul George should be able to, go for 25 or 30 for the rest of the series. Okay. Um, But if you let him go for 37, 16 and five, that's beyond that 25 and 30. Well, especially if you're giving up 50 to Marcus Morris and Reggie Jackson, right? Yes. Especially let's be honest, right? You shut down the role players. It doesn't matter. Paul George can have 60, but you, you shut those other guys down and it's not an issue. And, and And that's, and that's why if you're a jazz fan, you, it's, that's why game five is so maddening because right. I'd be pissed. If you, if you do the math, even if Paul goes to 40, it should still be a math problem for the Clippers. Right. Right. Like if you hold Reggie Jackson to 15, and if you hold Marcus Morris to 15, let's say Marcus Morris is 20, you're still at, you're, you're still at 75 points. It should be a math problem. And mm-hmm. you as a jazz, and you're in and if you're the jazz and you get 111 and you hold Reggie Jackson to 15 and Marcus Morris to, 
to, to 20 and Paul gets 37, that's 72 points. Where are the other 39 points coming from? It should have been a math issue. It should have been a math issue. You got any predictions for tonight? Um, I cannot reasonably pick the Jazz to win this game tonight. Me either. I just don't trust them. The the physical that like the the injuries up front, man. Like it just, I think it's too much. You know, I, and and I I think it goes beyond the injuries. I think it's just defensively. They haven't. They haven't. They've been awful defensively. On Don, Donovan's been really bad up front. Yeah. I mean, but the rotations have been bad. Like they've been over rotating, you know. For instance, you know, Rudy took a were, poster because of it. Yeah, <laughs> Derek Favors then, took a poster because of it. And then there was, there was one, there was one play where, um, you know, Paul Rudy Rudy's guarding Paul George off a switch. He has Paul George. He has Paul George locked up on on the switch. Joe Ingles sinks in one pass away from Nick Batum and Paul pitches it out for Nick Batum for a three. Like it's stuff like that is just lack of attention to detail. And the jazz haven't been disciplined defensively. They haven't been, they they've just been all it's been, it's been for three games. It's, it's been the worst defense of the year that I've seen from the jazz for three games. And none of what they none of what they do offensively tonight matters if anything, if they defend the way they've defended for the last three games. It's just as simple as that. All right. Well, uh, we're doing a pod Monday one way or the other. It's either going to be talking about the, uh, you know, the, the Western Conference finals or uh, recapping the end of the jazz season. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We made it, Tony. We made it. We've got an elimination game. We made it. And let, let's see if the Jazz can, can figure it out. That's it. All right. Well, for Tony Jones, I'm Dave DeFore, and this has been the Game Notes Podcast.